Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for the week of May 9th, 2021. And we welcome Logan of the band Scarlett O'Hara. He joins us to talk about their latest single and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, transcope. Surgeon, go flight. Com, we're go flight. GNC, we're go. Down the go. Control, go. Go, go. Capo, we are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're go flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. We appreciate all the support. Make sure that you follow us on our social media accounts. Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram and at The Roman Show on Twitter. And make sure that you visit our website, theromanshow.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash... All Roman old Now support for the Roman show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off free shipping with the code The Roman Show at manscaped.com. Manscaped hooked me up with a bunch of tools and formulations from their perfect package 3.0 kit. And I got to tell you, it is absolutely awesome. So head on over to manscaped.com and use the promo code The Roman Show to get 20% off plus free shipping. All right. And also our good friends at Fusion CBD products, uh, it's just quite amazing what they have. That's fusioncbdproducts.com is the website. Check them out. They have all sorts of products that will help with anxiety, ailments, and all that good stuff. So head on over. That's fusioncbdproducts.com, and they will set you up with your favorite uh, item, whether it be the, uh, the droplets or the capsules, whatever it may be. But hey, they do a lot, and I mean a lot, of justice to your body. They help you out uh, with all those aches and pains. I can tell you that I just ran about a 10K, and I was feeling a little sore. I took a little CBD, and I'm feeling just absolutely amazed. All right, guys, let's talk some um, action here on The Roman Show. Uh, Thank you very much again for tuning in. And and we just got to start off the bat. Corn and Steen have announced that they will go on tour this year in August. They kick off the tour in West Palm Beach. Uh, They're also touring with Fire from the Gods and the band 68. This is exciting stuff. This is exciting news. I had mentioned earlier Rebel Rock in Florida will be taking place along with Orlando. But that's uh, in September. But we will have some summer tours starting off with Corn and Stain 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, we are almost out of this stuff. We're having concerts. The UFC held events with 15,000 plus. Hell, baseball has fans. In fact, I'm going to my first baseball game next week. I'm excited. Um, 
and and at the fights themselves, you know, you have all the fans that are around, some wearing their masks, some not, but whatever it may be, the point is that we're back at it. It seems that things are getting back to normal and how exciting uh, that is to be a fan. So Corn and Stain hitting the road. Here's good news, Gojira. They uh, made a stunning global chart impact with their album, Fortitude. Uh, the LP entered Billboard's top albums chart at number one this week while also claiming the number one spot on billboards top current albums and this is great because this is uh remember how they used to say that rock is dead well it's not here we are gojira a super heavy metal band uh has been at the top of the billboards over in france they were number two united kingdom number six australia number three Norway number 10, Portugal number 4. It just goes to show you that, listen, Gojira, heavy metal is not dead. Uh, there is a, a, especially I think on a personal level, I have gravitated to heavy metal during this whole pandemic to forget about all this nonsense and all the sad news that we hear and all the political nonsense that goes on. And I've really gravitated to music to help me out and just forget about all that that negativity, right? Because if you turn on the news, CNN is a lot more violent than what you see in a hell video game or horror film. And let's just be honest: you got guns and you got <clears throat> numbers of people dying, and and it really just provides a lot of negativity. And I think the heavy metal, for the most part, a lot of people have tuned into the lyrics and really felt it and understood and helped them through this uh, situation that we just had uh, last year and we're little surely but surely slowly but surely getting away with uh, so good stuff there for Gojira coming out on top in the billboard charts switching gears now uh, to the Hall of Fame Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for uh, Foo Fighters uh, have now been inducted but Rage Against the Machine and Iron Maiden were given the cold shoulder. They will not be part of this year's uh, list. Now, I'm sure eventually Iron Maiden and Rage Against the Machine will be there. They sure as hell deserve it. There's a lot of bands that are really questionable as to why they are there. But there's so many influential bands that deserve to be there. But again, this is a dog and pony show. It's a favoritism type of thing. We all know what these shows are all about. We all know that Iron Maiden, Rage Against the Machine, have made a huge impact in society. And, and, and to this day, uh, when they, they go on tour, the, the places are sold out. The, 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 the fans go wild for them. So we don't need to base ourselves off of a stupid um, award show that's led by a bunch of people that, just out of favoritism, choose whoever they want to be. We know where Rage and Iron Maiden deserve to be. And as long as we know and uh, really appreciate their music, then maybe these bozos over there at the Hall of Fame will recognize that. And they should. They should. Because the Iron Maiden has, has paved the way for so many bands. No doubt. So rightfully so, they deserve to be there. And eventually they will. Took Kiss some time to get in there. So why not? Switching gears now to the world of pro wrestling. Ariel Hawani, you know, he's the uh, mixed martial arts reporter, uh, currently now 
has a contract with ESPN, and there are rumors swirling that he might be potentially making a transition into the world of pro wrestling. Perhaps maybe AEW or WWE. Now, here are my thoughts on Irohawani. I think he gets the job done. I'm not going to take anything away from him. As a reporter, he does what he does. He gets what he needs. Not perhaps in the most journalistic, ethical way, in my opinion. I think he brings a lot of his emotion. I think he brings a lot about uh, uh, about himself into his reporting and to his programs and really steps away from being a journalist. I think that he really has gone into that whole CNN and, 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 and anchor approach, the, the whole act, you know, to try to get people to talk. But he gets what he, he needs, and he is one of the first ones to, to provide the accurate information. I mean, let's give him credit credit is due. But on a personal level, I had an opportunity to actually meet with him a while back. I think it was UFC 200. And uh, the guy is a drama queen, just flat out. The guy is a drama queen. He was whining. This was at the time where Dana White told him that uh, when he worked with the UFC and they had that fallout and they, they put him up way, way at the top, nosebleeds, because he was not longer uh, part of the, the big networks, the ESPNs and the ABCs. So the other media outlets, they put him up at the top. So he was whining and bitching as far as to all get ready to bring out your little towels and your tissues because you're going to be bleeding from your nose and and so forth. So he's just a big whiner. Whiner. Drama. Everything he cries and everything is about himself. And I remember Dana White said something at one point where everything, any news, somehow, some way, Hawani puts himself into it. And And Dana White is absolutely right on that. It's always about him, one way or another. So me as a fellow journalist, I, 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 it irks me to see this guy sometimes talking because he's just so whiny and he puts everything in his reporting. There is a, a sort of his emotion. Nobody cares, dude. Stick to the facts, stick to the news, and that's it. Report. Stop. If Remember when they let him go? And he just started crying on his show and, oh, thank you for the support. And, oh, I love all you guys. Come on, man. Grow a pair. And that's my only thing about Hawani. Again, I'm not discrediting him for what he does. I think that he's done a lot, especially uh, in the MMA reporting world. He'll go on to be one of the best journalists because of what he has accomplished. In fact, he has helped put... Uh, some way or another, MMA uh, into the mainstream with a, with him being on ESPN and his podcast. So kudos to him for doing what he did for the for for MMA. But if he would just to tone it down, stop making it about himself, and stop being a little sissy, you just you'll get a lot more credit, Helwani. Not shoot me a call, shoot me an email, info at the show dot com. Email me. Just saying. All right. We're going to go now and talk a little bit of uh, heavy metal. As we are going to welcome Logan of Scarlett O'Hara. 
who joins us right now to talk about the band's latest single and plans for the future. Now, this band has been on hiatus for about three years. They're back at it again, and they are excited to put the music out there and hit the road very soon, including a live stream. So coming up next, Logan of Scarlet O'Hara joining us right now. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. Uh, and it's a true pleasure to have this band out of the way from South Texas Metacore band, Scarlett O'Hara. And uh, joining us right now on uh, the phone is Logan of the band. Thanks so much for your time and appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having, uh, having me. Excited to be with you. Awesome. So, Logan Friction, it's uh, the, the band's first single in three years. It's uh, it's been some time since we heard from you guys. I mean, just just from the just straight from the bat. Why the layoff? Three years. Um, you know, right after we uh, recorded "Welcome Back to the Brodeo," it, it was about I believe it came out in uh, August of 2018. So um, we promoted it for about six months, and then uh, in 2019 we went on the road basically for the whole year. We were constantly uh, touring. Um, getting out there every month or so and getting on a month-long tour. So it, it really kind of consumed all of our time. And we really didn't, uh, in the vehicle and everything we were traveling in with the crew and all that, we didn't have much room to do riding on the road except for the you know various green rooms that we'd be in and everything. So it, it was mainly just due to the fact that uh, all of 2019 was kind of consumed with um, touring and, and promoting that. And then... Uh, we got into the studio early 2020 with Eric Roth and, uh, you know, COVID hit literally as we were in the studio, uh, Hollywood actually went into lockdown while we were there. So we kind of lucked out by getting in a little bit early before everything shut down totally as to how it is now. But, but basically it was just due to that. And, uh, all of 2020 we were building all the assets and everything that was needed uh for the release so it, it took about a year to to get everything ready which you know eventually led us to where we're at right now and we got a couple more singles as well that we're going to be doing this year uh, later on but friction was the one that we kind of wanted to debut everything with so in this venture though this, this three-year hiatus for me did you guys were still involved musically did you guys work, work on some side projects did you how did you evolve as a musician uh, overall or were you just not well, doing anything where nothing yeah, at all with, with music we were totally uh, consumed with with touring we did we did a bunch of that and the reception was really great so um it was basically a lot of writing mm. uh all the band members are super close so you know we we meet frequently a bunch of us lived together for a long time as well. It wasn't only until recently that we all kind of got our own places and everything. But, um, yeah, we've we've been in it the whole time. We, we really didn't ever plan on taking any sort of a break. It was just we wanted to kind of get out there, do the live show deal, and, and uh, kind of show everybody that we're still in playing shape and want them to come out to our shows. So uh, 2019, we, we did a bunch of tours um 
you know, we went out with Sleep Waker, uh, went out with Revision Revise across the White Water Tower. We did uh, something like three or four uh, full U.S. tours, a couple of uh, Northeast, uh, West Coast tours. So, um, you know, our, our 2019 and 2020 was pretty stacked uh, in that regard. Yeah, and no doubt, I mean, 2020 doesn't really count for anyone because nothing happened. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, that, yeah, it's just, that year didn't ever exist. But how how would you say the material that you have with Friction now compared to your, your other stuff, how different is it? You know, how do you see yourself that you guys have grown as musicians? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, it, it is certainly a, a step into a more, um, you know, commercial sort of almost in a way kind of rocks down i mean we're still doing our starlet deal that we've always uh you know have been known for but we're just trying to incorporate more aspects uh some of the clean vocals not really utilizing or relying solely on the breakdown for a song we're just trying to explore different uh parts of other styles of music that we enjoy but there's definitely that same scarlet sound in each of the singles um, that that listeners uh, listeners will be able to catch on to, and this was actually our first uh, single with our new vocalist Moises Lopez, and he's a phenomenal vocalist. He has an amazing range and uh, can cover all sides of of the genre. He has a crazy singing voice. It, it reminds me a lot of like the. Uh, early you know tyler carter stuff a lot of the johnny craig kind of stuff uh you know that slaves what was me sound issue sound and then he has a insane scream vocal as well so we we definitely will be um you know showing off all of that showcasing his uh his ability and so writing with, with him was a you know a easy process it was really good and he's one of our best friends so it was really a pleasure to be able to bring him up on board with us so you guys have teamed up here with uh, eric ron who has worked with bands like godsmack panic at the disco and you just mentioned that you you're kind of guys are going a little bit into the more commercial side of things did he play a major role in this and and, and what did he guys uh, advise or helped you or assisted you in going down that route Definitely. Um, you know, Eric is, is a amazing producer. Like, as, like you said previously, he's worked with gigantic bands and, uh, you know, a, a ton of the, the guys in the scene that we're uh, fans of, you know, Hands Like Houses, Slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he's uh, definitely somebody that we wanted to work with. And when we went in with him in uh, April of 2020 we didn't have any material at the time we wanted to go in fresh and write the songs directly with him so he certainly played a big part in crafting the sound um you know a lot of times we kind of fall back on what we're comfortable with and he kind of push us to utilize a, a different route or come off of the pedal a little bit as far as you know, if we're trying to get really heavy into something that, you know, because that's just in our wheelhouse, doing the metalcore thing. So he definitely added a, a, a lot of new aspects to the sound. He, he has this kind of signature, you know, Eric Ron feel that, that kind of shines through all the bands that he works with. And um, I, I definitely feel like 
when we were working with him, it, it kind of propelled us to a different area for the better. You know, we were able to, to work with a lot of different sounds that we weren't normally known for while also at the same time incorporating our previous sound and all the other stuff that, you know, fans grew up listening uh, on our CDs and everything. So he, he just kind of um, helped craft uh, the new deal by just putting his influence in and just working with us. So friction, you see uh, right here uh, the, the basically it's about overcoming a difficult path. How, how is it this this related to you personally or the band personally uh, as far as the lyrics go? It definitely um, relates in the sense that when we went over there, we had a really strict timeline. We only had 10 days to come up with a bunch of singles. So we were, we were writing all night, all day. And it was just kind of that, uh, it, it came super organically. It, it, it was just feeling that pressure of having to write the song, overcome our emotions as far as like being nervous or being uh, timid with working with a new producer. Because, you know, every time you work with somebody new, it, it, it's a learning process. You have to kind of learn how who that person is, how he works and everything. So we definitely felt a lot of pressure, especially working with somebody of Eric's caliber to produce something that was quality. So, you know, the, the endure and persevere aspect of the song was, was mainly regarding our, ourselves and being able to deliver what we wanted to give the fans. So now you mentioned that there's some new singles that are coming out but are we expecting a full length album later this year or next year we're definitely working on what will be eventually a full album um currently we're going to be doing everything on a single by single basis just because it is a new sound and we kind of want to give everybody uh time to fully absorb the songs as they come rather than just release them all at once and you know, kind of spread spread it out. We, we just want to kind of show, um, put the spotlight on each single, give it its own identity, and just let the listeners and everybody who's checking it out absorb it for what it is. So, of course, now, little by little, festivals are coming along the way and, 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 and venues are opening up their doors for touring. Anything that you guys have put on already on the calendar that you guys are going to hit the road? We're definitely working with our agent right now, Julian Grenz from Dynamic Talent International. Um, you know, we're, we're planning some things. We can't announce everything. We do have a couple of shows already in the books. We're planning to do a, a live stream, hopefully, in the uh, fall, okay. which will be, uh, you know, a, a beginning to end full playthrough, hopefully of Lost in Existence, just due to the fact that that album's uh, 10-year anniversary kind of fell in 2020, and we already had plans to do a, um, you know, an anniversary tour for that one, but then COVID hit and completely put an end to that. So we're still hoping and trying to to bring that experience to everybody, but it, it's going to be in the form of a, of a live show, uh, live stream. Will there be fans in the live stream or just you guys in the stage? Right now, we're, we're looking at just doing it us on stage. We are in Texas, which fully allows, mm -hmm. you know, full capacity shows. Right. But our area in particular got hit really hard with COVID. 
And so there, there is still some reluctancy and everything. And we just kind of want to give it some more time for everybody to, to feel comfortable coming out and don't really want to pack everybody into a venue if they're not necessarily ready or if they still have some reservations. So it'll definitely be, um, for sure, just all of us on stage. But it, it'll, it'll bring all the energy and everything of our, of our live show, for sure. So Scarlett O'Hara, can you let us know a little bit about the name, how that all came about for those that maybe do not know the story of? Yeah, definitely. A lot of people tend to think that we took it from the Gone with the Wind uh, book, movie, uh-huh. you know, from, from that uh, from that whole deal. But if it's actually a lot simpler than that. You know, we were all maybe 14, 15 when we came up with the name. And it just kind of uh, was one of the names that was in the pool. A lot, a lot of the groups at that time we were listening to, um, you know, had a name similar uh similarly named in the sense that it was after like a female you know we, we were listening to like a lot of norma jean a lot of glenn stacy alasana that kind of stuff so scarlett o'hara just kind of fell into the pool and it, it stood out we liked it and uh we wanted to have something that wasn't going to be following you know any sort of specific uh trend that would date it in any way we didn't want to like have something like you know that would age us or anything like that so it it definitely uh worked for us and we've been doing it for almost 15 years now so i guess it worked nice well logan i want to thank you so much for your time and we look forward to seeing you uh on the road sometime very soon out here especially in, uh, in florida we'd love to have you down here so we could rock on and get in the pit so and we look forward to the now you said that the next singles are coming out soon when do we anticipate it I'm definitely looking at something for the summer. We'll, we'll definitely keep everybody, um, you know, full of our songs. We're not going to take any any sort of, like, long period like this previous one. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for something coming this summer. Awesome, Logan. Thanks so much, man. And again, make sure to follow the band Scarlett O'Hara on your famous streaming service or check out their socials uh, for their latest and, and also that live stream that we could check out. Thanks so much, Logan. Appreciate your time. Definitely. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Again, Logan, appreciate uh, you coming on the show. Uh, Make sure you check out the band. Follow them on your favorite streaming service. We are excited uh, once again here at the Roman Show. Follow us, man. Follow us on the socials. Roman, uh, uh, I always get tongue tied there. Roman Show Media and not the Roman Show on Twitter. And uh, rroman0201 is a YouTube uh, channel. Now, this weekend we got a great pay per view. Charles Oliveira taking on Michael Chandler. This is happening this weekend for the lightweight title. Remember, this this is vacant after Habib dropped it. What a career Chandler has had, right? And, and, and I will never forget that fight he had with Eddie Alvarez back in the early 2000s here in uh, the Hard Rock. Uh, what, what a freaking fight. If you've never seen that fight, please do yourself a favor. It's the first one, watch that fight. It is one of the best. <laughs> Just when you think the fight is over, somehow, some way, either... Chandler or Eddie Alvarez make their way through to come back and fight. It's like a pack of wolves just going at it. Uh, but going up against Charles Oliveira, it's it's an exciting one. I have 
slightly the edge to Chandler. I think that he's going to pull this one off. And what a what a great and he's he's such a very humble guy, very uh, spiritual guy, and it will be great to see him get that championship. And he would only be the third person to have 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 ever held a Bellator and a UFC title. Eddie Alvarez, one of them, and Chris Cyborg is another. And Michael Chandler's a marketable guy. He's a marketable guy. And hell, if if Khabib ever decides to come back, that'd be a pretty interesting fight. Although it gives a slight edge to Khabib. But put him up also against Justin Gaethje. That'd be another fun one. Justin is a wrestler and, and, and we all know his striking skills. He goes, they go buck wild in there. So there's some interesting fights to make uh, with Charles Oliveira. I'm oh, sorry, with, with Michael Chandler, if he were to win. And now Charles Oliveira, on the other hand, this is a guy that's been on a freaking winning streak uh, forever. And he is a submission artist. Now, again, Chandler needs to be careful with that because uh, he is a wrestler and Oliveira's uh, jiu-jitsu is at a whole different level. But, again, I caution... I caution. I think that Chandler will pull this off, uh, and it's going to be more on his standing game. Now, Oliveira is nine and one since he returned to the UFC lightweight division back in April 2017. He's eleven and three with one no contest in the organization at 155 pounds. So, no doubt, this is a very stellar fight, and it's in front of fans in Texas, uh, where there are a lot of fans. So you can expect a big, loud roar coming from the audience. Tony Ferguson also will be taking on Beniel Darush. And also on the card, Mike Matt Schnell versus Rogerio Bontorini. So great fight card coming up this week. Make sure that you tune in and watch it. And also, I'd like to invite people to watch Titan MC on Friday at an UFC Fight Pass. And, and... Combate Global airs Friday, midnight hour, would be Saturday, at midnight. That's right, at midnight. Every Friday. There'll be some dates, there'll be Saturdays. But every Friday they air. And I got to tell you, they got some great fight cards for free. And if you're, you're not watching it, you're missing a hell out of a fight. Because these guys put on some great content. So check that out. Combate Global on Univision every single Friday. If not, head on over to CombateGlobal.com to find out details on how to watch. With that said, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us here on the program. We'll catch you next week. Follow us on our socials. TheRomanShow.com is the website. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard, we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers, everyone. Have a great week.